Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. The NFL made an announcement yesterday that the Philadelphia Eagles, Maddie's team, will open up the upcoming season in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, on a Friday night, Friday, September 6th. This is the day after the season officially gets underway on Thursday. So once again, the NFL is expanding. We've seen games in Europe. Now we're seeing a game in Brazil and it's on a Friday night, Chelsea. This is, I believe, I don't think this is a conspiracy theory. I think this is just what we're slowly seeing. Is the NFL trying to get a game on every single night of the week? Slowly, but surely because During the playoffs, we have games on Saturday. We have games on Sunday. We have Monday night football. We have Thursday night football. Now there's a game on Friday. I feel like slowly, very slowly, the NFL is like, how can we make sure there's a game on every night of the week? I don't even think it's slowly. I feel like they've been doing it pretty in front of our faces. And you know what we're doing about it? Absolutely nothing. Because we're like, sure, I got nothing to do on that Friday. Let's put it on. Put it on in Brazil. (laughs) I don't care. Uh, Because they know. They have us by the cojones, and they say, you know you're going to watch this game no matter what day of the week is. Uh, So I feel like the person or the side in this that is maybe losing is the players. Because who's the only unhappy party here? The players, the teams, the guys that have to, you know, prepare on weird and wonky weekdays to go to games, and then, you know, their schedule for the next week is Mm -hmm. messed up. So for us at home, we're like, sure, go ahead and put it on. But do you think that the players are upset by this? I don't know. I at some point it's it's like, hey, this is a cool trip, and but at the same time, it's a business trip, right? So maybe you mm-hmm. go and you enjoy a little bit of it, but ultimately, the NFL season is a grind. It's not like this is one of those preseason trips that you take with your basketball team. And you go play some exhibition in Italy or something, and you have two weeks to explore the city. This is, we got to go down to Brazil. We got to play a game. And then we got to get back, watch some tape, and get ready for the next week. So I think it's cool. And and maybe the players will enjoy the different environment. But I also think because the NFL is so difficult anyway from week to week, that at some point this becomes a problem, at least for the players. Well, yeah. And especially because this is not a quick trip. 
Like, I'm sure they're taking the charter jet, but still, if you look at flights from Philly to Brazil, mm -hmm. which, I mean, I don't even know what city to choose, but it feels like all of them are at least 12 hours. So this is not, you know, mm -hmm. like going to L.A. This is a full-on trip where they're going to be on a plane, which no matter how cushy, is still sitting on a plane for 10-plus hours. Right. No, that's true. I I... And that's a long trip though. Do you know what I mean? Like we gotta be on a plane. We talk about, hey, this is difficult for this team to go from the East Coast to Seattle. the West Coast. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now you're gonna go from Philly to Sao Paulo? Oh my God. That's now that Have they is announced a the trip. other team? Is it Philly? Not Who's yet. the other team? I don't think they've announced it. Someone can correct me in the chat if I'm wrong, but I think right now it's no, it's the Eagles will open up their season in Brazil. Not another team announced just yet. Like, yeah, they take a team from Pennsylvania and say, guess what? You're opening the season to to go down to Brazil and you're playing. That's how you're going to open the year. So this is a long, long trip for an NFL. And then here's the thing. When you're tired, you play this game, your body's hurting a little bit, and you got to go all the way back. It's even worse going back. It's one thing to go there, but the trip back has to be that has to be the biggest grind of all. Do you think it's easier? You said it was the first game of the year. Do you think that yeah. makes it easier? Yes, has to be. At the very, mm. the last thing you want to do is, hey, put we it in the middle of the Seattle. year. Seattle, right? And then we got to go back to Philly, and then we're going to Brazil, where you're already tired and already worn out, and it's you're kind of exhausted anyway and you're waiting for the bye week so yeah i think this is a smart way to do it if you're going to do it but regardless it's going to be difficult yeah they should take taylor swift's private jet the carbon footprint queen <laughs> oh god <laughs> maybe they will maybe they'll bring it all together chelsea let's talk a little super bowl here and i want to see if this influences your opinion or not because First of all, the numbers when it comes to the Niners-Chiefs game, Super Bowl 58, they have not moved. Niners are laying two. The Niners are minus 130. Chiefs plus 110. Total set at 47 and a hook. I would think that maybe as the week goes on, as we get closer to the actual kickoff, maybe we'll see some movement. As of now, these numbers have been these numbers for a couple of days. But the Niners are dealing with a bit of a distraction in Las Vegas because the Chiefs are working out at the Raiders practice facility. So they have an indoor and outdoor facility to use. The Niners are working out at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. They're working out at UNLV. And because UNLV has an artificial turf surface, the NFL has installed grass over the artificial turf. So the Niners aren't really thrilled with that surface because they measured it, and I did not realize you can measure turf. There's something called a Clegg test, and you measure the firmness of a field. And the Niners work out. They practice on a field that is 70, 70 G on the Clegg test. The UNLV practice field is around 50 G, which means it's softer, and they're a little worried about They just don't like the feel of it. It's fine by NFL safety standards. They thought about maybe moving, maybe petitioning the NFL to work out at the Raiders practice facility as well. Instead, they're just going to tough it out. So is this anything to be concerned with, or is this something that's more in their heads like, hey, this field is soft, this field is soft? 
I think it's definitely something that could play into their mindset because the last thing you want to do is hurt yourself the week of the Super Bowl, the biggest game probably of your entire career. But like, is this the adversity that we're really harping on? Is this the adversity that we're going to see, you know, a Disney movie made about? This is the story of a team that overcame it all. They had to practice on week grass the week of the super bowl tune in to see how they did it kevin (laughs) james stars as christian mccaffrey and the san francisco 49ers and the drama the week before the super bowl it doesn't feel like it would you know really hit number one over on disney plus Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. (laughs) <laughs> I agree. I, I don't think this is that big of a deal. Ultimately, look, you want to, it's just a, a difference in what they're accustomed to. I mean, Chelsea, you know the Clegg test as well as I do. When you get on a surface that isn't what you're accustomed to being on, and you put down the old Cleggometer, and it says, whoa, this is only 50G. I'm a 70G guy. It's like laying down on a mattress that isn't as firm as you're accustomed it to being. So these guys will get over it. They'll be fine. I don't think it's any big deal whatsoever. But they were concerned about it. And they. what's funny is they had their people go out and check it out first. The Niners didn't arrive and say, oh, this is, this is not what we like. They had their people go out first and test the sod and say, oh, this isn't what we like. So I I would never have imagined that. I just imagine these guys arriving at UNLV and saying, what's wrong with this sod? No, they had their people go out first. That's how technical they get about this kind of stuff. This is where I wish Tyreek Hill was in the Super Bowl. What do you think Tyreek Hill would say about this? And maybe I'm confusing him with like somebody else, but don't you feel like he would have some like bombastic quote about you could put us over at the Vegas Golden Knights practice facility. You know what we're going to do? I'm going to still mm-hmm. post up 120 yards and two tutties on them. Uh, we need a personality like that. I like your Tyree Kill impression. We got a Tyree Kill impression, and now we need what does the uh, donkster do? Donkey do. We'll have no. to get that back in as much. Yeah. As soon as we get the donkster back, you better start polishing off that impression because it is coming. No question about it. Let me ask you this. When you look at this game and why the number, I know I keep going back to this, but I do think it's interesting. Why is this number just sitting there? Why is it just sitting there when I see, aren't we all on the Chiefs? I, and I can't believe I bagged on Chiefs fans. I've made a case for the 49ers, and I certainly think you can make a case for the Niners. You should be able to make a case for both sides, particularly in the Super Bowl. But I think the more I think about it, I'm going to go with the Chiefs here based on what everybody is saying. Yo, I I know, I know. I think I might actually go with the Chiefs. I'm going back and forth. And Chelsea, I sound, I haven't decided. I'm I'm vacillating from day to day. I I can't decide. But also, I I am truly mystified. This is what happened last year. This is what happened last year when the Eagles were a short favorite 
and everyone was on Philly. Everyone. And I took the Chiefs to say, just out of principle, to say, this doesn't seem right. This doesn't seem right that, that, that everyone and their dog is on in the biggest game of the year on one side. And so I got to go to the other side. And I want to go with Chiefs, but I am, I'm a little stunned that we're still sitting here. Niners minus two. And by the way, when it went to one and a half, we saw some Chiefs money come in and bring this number down a few days ago, went right back to two almost immediately. What is going on here? What am I missing? Well, last year, you've got to remember, it was also this same scenario where the Chiefs were getting points. So everybody is pointing right. at Patrick Mahomes saying, oh, the guy that's 10-1-1 against the spread is an underdog. You want to bet against that guy, the best player in the NFL? Doesn't feel like something I will be doing. But as far as the line movement goes, think if this was a regular season game. How many instances of line movement do we really see? Like, they're gonna, not going to move it every day. Yeah. Like, it feels like they've already moved it in a couple of directions before it settles at a certain spot. And I'm sure they're confident in their projections. I think when we saw this opening at three, that's when they mm -hmm. started to get a little nervous, maybe. And also, you have to factor in the sports books' pre-existing liabilities. And we will ask John Ewing, over at BetMGM about this because this is something that you know Joe Public doesn't think about. But before the season or during the season, the sports books get a lot of futures bets. And you know, if it's a big bet on the Niners, where if the Niners win the Super Bowl, they are paying out at way longer odds, that goes into it, it too. So maybe yeah. we'll have to ask him about that. But I don't see this line moving much more. It's already moved a lot. I think you make a fascinating point and you articulate it in a way that I've been trying to, and maybe I haven't been able to do it or we haven't touched on it, but their biggest liability is on San Francisco, right? Because of those futures bets. So mm -hmm. maybe they're setting this line to attract chiefs money because they want, they want all of that chiefs money to counterbalance their liability on the Niners. You're just saying, why is the line moving? Because People will obviously bet the Chiefs when you're getting Patrick Mahomes as a dog, which at the end of the day ends up being as some sort of hedge for the book. That way, if the Chiefs win, all of a sudden that Niners liability goes out the window. Yeah, and here's what rookie bettors probably don't realize. And if you're just tuning into our show this week, here's what's going on. One would think, oh, you were simply picking a winner. And you say, okay, here's who they think is the favorites. That's why you have to read into the lines so much. It's almost mm -hmm. like a grade school girl looking at a text from her crush and saying, uh. it said, hey, do you think he's saying, hey, or hey? Like we're reading into <laughs> all these things and it's way more than just on the surface. So these are things we're going to be looking into throughout the week, but so much goes into it the liabilities, you know, what the sports books are rooting for. So just know that it is simply not picking a winner and saying, okay, the sports books think the Niners are the better team. Sometimes that's not the case. No, you're right. And the more I think about it, I cannot believe I'm thinking about going with the Chiefs. I don't know. You ask me at a different time and I'll give you a different answer. At some point, I've got to make a definitive call. Have you made a definitive call? I'm not going to hold you to this. You don't even have to reveal it, Chelsea. But do you think you know where you're going to? I feel like you're probably leaning pretty heavily towards Kansas City here. Well, it just feels like I can't bet against them. Like, there yeah. is a difference between saying, okay, I really like the Chiefs here, and saying, 
well, I don't think I have the gall to go against Kansas City. Because yeah. as an underdog, Patrick Mahomes has been incredible. The defense has been lights out all year and in the recent stretch. Andy Reid has the big game um, you know, experience as opposed to Kyle Shanahan. So, yeah, I'm leaning on the Chiefs. We'll see if I'll be influenced this week to go the other way. Oh, we will find out. By the way, you got to check out the Big Game Prop Bet Challenge at BetMGM. They're giving away up to 58 thousand dollars if you can predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of the eligible users it's easy to do find the big game prop bet challenge on the promotions tab at betmgm for more listen to the daily tip presented by betmgm weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts